Okay, let's talk about CCS cases now. So the normal physical examination finding on the CCS cases, organ system. Firstly, there are various organ system. Let's suppose general organ system, and then we have skin, then we have breast, lymph nodes, head and neck, and E and T, neck, chest, lung, heart, cardiovascular, abdominal, genitalia, rectal extremities, spine, neuro, and psych. So, if you have to talk about the time where how much time you need for do the general examination, so it is one minute. If you talk about skin, then again it is one minute. If breast, then again one minute. But see, these are for the normal examination finding. What will you see in case of a general examination finding, which is normal? You'll say the patient is well developed, well nourished, and with no acute distress. And if you talk about the skin, so you will say the patient has normal turgor, no lesions, and hair and nails are normal. So in general examination, you talk about the development, you talk about the nourishment, and is there any acute distress? But in normal findings, you'll say you'll see that there is nothing. He is well developed, well nourished, and no acute distress. In skin, it takes one minute to check the turgor. So normal turgor, no lesions, hair, nails are normal. In breast examination, again it takes one minute. In male, it is normal, and in female, you say nipples are normal and there is no mass. So you have to talk about mass and nipple position or anything. So if there is an abnormality, then you mention it. But if it is not there, then you'll say nipples are normal. Then there is lymph nodes. So lymph node examination usually take one minute and you'll simply say no abnormal lymph nodes found. Then you talk about head and neck and ENT. Okay, so it takes two minutes to check everything. So you say the patient has normal cephalic head, vision is also normal, fundal Scopic examination says it is normal, hearing is normal, ear including pinna, external auditory canal, and membranes are normal, nose and mouth are normal, and uh, pharynx is normal, neck is supple, no mass, no bruit, and thyroid is normal. So in head, eye, ear, nose, throat, and neck, you say normal cephalic. Vision is normal, fundoscopic examination is normal, hearing is normal, ear including pinna, external auditory canal, membranes are normal, nose, mouth normal, pharynx normal, neck is supple, no mass, no brewery, and uh, thyroid is also normal. Then you go and check the chest and lung examination. So it also takes one minute. See, head and neck examination was taking two minute rest. All five were taking one minute. So chest and lung examination, you say that chest wall is normal. And diaphragm and chest move equally with symmetry in the respiration. No abnormality on percussion or auscultation. So you have to check percussion and auscultation as well. And you'll say that chest wall is normal. Diaphragm and chest move equally with symmetrical uh, in uh, respiration. Okay. Next is uh, heart and cardiovascular. That again take one minute. So you'll say S1, S2 sound is normal, there is no murmur, there is no rubs, there is no gallop, there is no extra, extra sound. So there's nothing like no murmur, gallops, rubs or extra sound. Central and peripheral pulses are also normal. So you do have to check the central pulses as well as the peripheral pulses. No jugular venous distension, blood pressure is equal in both arms. So not only you simply have to check the blood pressure, you have to check whether it is equal in both arms or not. So as well as sound is normal, no murmur, rubs, gallop, extra sound, central peripheral pulse is normal, no jugular venous distension, blood pressure is equal in both arms. 
in abdomen you say one minute again you take one minute to check the abdominal examination if it is normal so you'll say that bowel sounds are normal there is no brewing no mass or tenderness liver spleen not palpable there's no hernia so no hernia liver spleen not palpable bowels are normal no brewing no mass no not no tenderness okay then you move to genitalial examination in that it takes two minutes again so in female you say there's normal labia no vaginal or cervical laceration or any sort of lesions uterus is not enlarged there is no adnexial mass or tenderness so no adnexial mass no tenderness normal labia no vaginal cervical lesions uterus is not enlarging this is in case of females it takes two minutes in male again you'll say normal circumscribed penis and uh, normal scrotum testes without mass no inguinal hernia so you have to talk about inguinal hernias in male and testes without any mass and scrotum is normal normal circumscribed penis that way in children if you talk about their genitalia you just say normal external genitalia so genitalia examination takes two minutes head and neck and eye and nose throat neck examination take two minutes rest all examination take one minute then there is rectal examination rectal examination you talk about the sphincter tone whether it is normal or not you talk about if there is any mass or any abnormality if it is normal then you say that there's no mass no abnormality stool is brown color no occult blood so you talk about blood as well it takes two minutes extremities and spine extremities and spine is for one minute extremities symmetric without deformity so extremities are symmetric and there's no deformity you may talk about that usually forget about the extremities and the spine that you hey you have to check the spine and the extremities as well so extremities can be symmetric without deformity cyanosis or clubbing there is no edema peripheral pluses or normal no joint deformity or warmth full range of motion is there and spine examination is normal so you talk about symmetry without deformities you talk about cyanosis clubbing and edema if there is nothing you talk about peripheral pulses you talk about joint deformities or warm and uh, full range of motions and extra you know spine is there any examination abnormality there but if it is not there then it's normal and it takes only one minute neuro and psychiatric examination in uh, adults you talk about the mental status which is normal you can use any mini mental scale or something or yeah or glasgow comma scale or something but that is not usually used but still you'll say my normal mental status examination findings of the cranial nerves are normal motor sensory examination is normal cerebral function is normal and deep tunnel reflexes are also normal okay so you talk about the cerebellar function as well deep tunnel reflexes sensory motor functions and findings on the cranial nerves mental status is normal in children you talk about alertness and neurologic findings which are normal so yeah child is alert and neurologic findings are normal so these are the timelines everything takes only one minute except three things first is head neck eye nose throat examination which take two minutes then genitalia examination which again take two minutes then rectal examination which again take two minutes and what are the system you must remember you have to talk about general examination skin examination breast examination lymph node head and neck and chest which is one portion chest and lung is different heart and cardiovascular is different where major issue is auscultation along with you know peripheral findings and central peripheral pulses jugular venous blood pressure in both arms abdomen there is genitalia 
rectals, extraneous spines, and neuropsyche. So these are the normal examination findings on CCS cases. Hello everyone. So in this lecture, we are going to talk about the common orders that we need. Okay. So let's talk about the orders which are needed in the emergency department. So firstly, you should measure blood pressure. Blood pressure monitoring is very, very important. Secondly, cardiac monitoring, then pulse oximetry. Venous access should be there. Normal saline, that is 0.9% in HCL. Suction airway should be there. Airway and oral intubation, endotracheal, mechanical ventilation should be there. So what are the emergency orders needed? Blood pressure monitoring, cardiac monitoring, pulse oximetry, intravenous access, normal selling, suction airway, airway oral intubation, and uh, endotracheal mechanical ventilation. Now let's talk about the common orders which are usually needed in any case. Firstly, it could be HCG, urine, E qualitative, okay, and counsel the family and patient reassuring, reassure the patients, okay. So counseling the family is important. We usually forget about that. HCG is one thing which you should order if a female is of reproductive age and you might think that she might have a pregnancy or something related to that. Reassure the patient about what is happening and uh, advise the patient to stop smoking. Advise the patient about the exercise program. Advise the patient to limit the alcohol intake. Advise the patient about the medication compliance. Advise the patient of uh, no illegal drug use. Advise patient the side effects of the medication. Advise patient to have safe sex techniques. Okay. So these are the common orders. Firstly, HCG, either urine qualitative and then counsel the family and the patient. Reassure the patient. Advice about not smoking, exercise program, limit alcohol intake, medication compliance, no illegal drug use, side effects of the medication, and safe sex technique. Next thing is, if a patient comes to you with a complaint of abdominal pain, so what are the investigation which should come in your head? Firstly, it is the fast ultrasound, focus-assisted uh, ultrasound, so that is needed. Secondly, it is normal abdominal ultrasound. Thirdly, it is abdominal x-rays for acute series. And then there is abdominal CT scans, transvaginal ultrasound, endoscopies, barium enemas, urine analysis. So abdominal pain could be mainly because of uh, any bleeding. So you go for fast ultrasound, any other mass or something. So abdominal ultrasound, if there's stone or something, abdominal x-rays and acute series any obstruction or something, then abdominal CT scan because of uh, transvaginal thing so, or ovarian thing. If female, then transvaginal ultrasound. Endoscopy could be done if rupture or something like that. Usually not in rupture, but in case of esophagitis or something to know the cause. And barium enema and urine analysis. These could be the cause of abdominal pain. So do remember on tips of your finger that there are eight investigation. Fast ultrasound, abdominal ultrasound, abdominal x-rays, acute series, abdominal CT scan, transvaginal ultrasound, endoscopy, barium enema, neuroanalysis. Next is chest pain. If a patient comes to you with complaint of chest pain, what are the investigations or the orders you're going to order? So firstly, it could be chest x-ray, maybe a portable chest x-ray. Then there is ECG, 12-lead ECG. Then is, there is troponin I, then D-dimer, echocardiography, and chest CT scan. So chest x-ray, 
ECG 12 lead, troponin I, D-dimer, echocardiography, and chest CD scan. D-dimer is one thing which you might forget, but remember pulmonary embolism. D-dimer is important because of the DVT. Okay, next, fatigue. If a patient is complaining simply of fatigue, then you should think about fasting blood glucose level. He might be hypoglycemic or maybe having diabetes. Secondly is CBC. Third is BMP, thyroid function test, liver function test, urine analysis, depression index, colonoscopy, endoscopy, abdominal CT scan. Okay. So what are the investigation you're going to order in case of fatigue? Fasting blood glucose, CBC, BMP, TSH, LFT, urine analysis, depression index, colonoscopy, endoscopy, abdominal CT scan. Okay. So you have to remember there are 10 investigations for fatigue. Fasting blood glucose, CBC, BMP, TSH, LFT, urine analysis, depression index, colonoscopy, endoscopy and abdominal CT scan. Now let's talk about the alter status. If a patient is coming to you with alter status, what all things you can order? Firstly is the finger glucose testing. Secondly, see here is finger glucose testing. In fatigue, it was fasting blood glucose. Okay. Here also you can order ECG 12 lead, alter status, ECG 12 lead. You can order arterial blood gas analysis, ABG. You're not ordering BMP here, you're ordering ABG. Head CT scan without contrast because we do not know whether there is any bleed or something. So we'll not order with contrast. We'll order without contrast. Urine analysis, urine culture, blood culture, ammonia level, maybe CBC, vitamin B12, serum toxicology uh, screen. Toxicology screening, B12, CBC, ammonia, blood culture, urine culture, urine analysis, CT scan without uh, head CT scan without contrast, arterial blood gas analysis, 12 lady ECG, and uh, finger stick glucose. So these are used for ultimate status. Remember, there are 11 investigation. Finger blood glucose, finger stick glucose, that is ECG 12 lead, ABG, head CT scan without contrast, urine analysis, urine culture, blood culture, ammonia, CBC, vitamin B12, and toxicology screening. What if a patient complain of cough? So you have to order either a chest x-ray, PA or lateral view. Remember the view, okay? Because sometimes when you talk about chest x-ray and chest pain, that is portable. That's not like PA view or lateral view or something like that, okay? Next is sputum gram staining in case of culture, sputum culture. So you also order gram staining as well as the culture and uh, peak flow. Peak flow also you test in case of cuff. So these are the four investigation for cuff. Chest x-ray, PA and lateral, sputum gram stain, sputum culture, peak flow. What do you order in case of shortness of breath? So in case of shortness of breath, you check for chest x-ray, troponin, CBC, EKG 12 lead, BNP, echocardiography, RSV antigen, D-dimer and spiral chest x-ray. So do remember chest x-ray is one thing, spiral chest x-ray is, uh, spiral chest CD scan, sorry, is another thing which you can order for shortness of breath, troponin, because if it's related to heart, CBC, because it is related to anemia, maybe, an EKG, again heart, BNP, you know, 
and uh, echocardiography, RSV and DGN D-dimer. RSV and DGN is one thing which you might forget, but these are the things which you can order. Bleeding and bruising. So before that, let me just uh, wrap it. There are nine investigations for shortness of breath, chest x-ray, troponin, CBC, ECG 12 lead, BNP echocardiography, respiratory antigen, RSV, D-dimer spiral chest x-ray. Now bleeding or bruising. So there you can order CBC first, which is very, very important. Then prothrombin time and APTT timing, then bleeding timing and uh, platelet antibody, factor 8 activity, factor 9 activity, ristocetin cofactor, one variabilin factor antigen and consult a social service. So you do remember you have to consult a social service in case of bleeding and bruising because there are chances that this patient got bruises because of the assault. All right. So CVC, PT, PTT, bleeding time, plated antibody, factor 8 activity, factor 9 activity, restostin, cofactor, one antigen and consult the social services. So these are the nine investigation again, CVC, PT, bleeding time, platelet, factor 8, factor 9 activities, restostin, cofactor, one factor antigen and consult a social service. Next, what do you order in routine health screening? So if a patient is just coming to you for no complaints and just a routine follow-up, what are you going to order for that patient? You should order CBC. You should order fasting glucose. You should order HCG, urine, qualitative if female, lipid profile and thyroid, TSH. So lipid profile, TSH, HCG, urine analysis, qualitative, and uh, fasting blood glucose and CBC, these are five investigations for routine health care sc uh, screening. Now for back pain. For back pain, you can order a spinal x-ray, maybe a urine analysis or a prostate ultrasound. See, there is back pain, but you cannot come up to the conclusion about the kidney involvement. So you should order urine analysis and prostate ultrasound and spinal x-ray if needed. What are you going to order in case of a vaginal discharge? So you have to check the vaginal pH first, vaginal pH. Secondly, wet mouth preparation. Okay. Third, KOH preparation. Fourth, HCG urine. Fifth, HIV testing or ELISA probably. And the HPV DNA probe or from the cervix maybe. Chlamydia DNA probe from the cervix and gonorrhea DNA probe from the cervix. So... Keep in mind, it could be vaginal pH, which you need to test, wet mouth preparation, KOH preparation, EC, uh, sorry, HCG urine, and uh, see, red stage SCG were urine only, but here also it's urine, of course, vaginal discharge testing, HIV testing, ELISA, HPV, DNA probes from cervix, chlamydia, and gonorrhea. So there are eight investigations. Vaginal pH, wet mouth preparation, KOH, HCG, HRV, that is ELISA, HPV, gonorrhea, and chlamydia, DNA probe testing. Now, if a patient complains to you of vaginal bleeding, what are you going to test for that? Firstly, CBC, you want to check the PT and PTT. Also, you want to check the pap smear and HPV DNA probe, which is needed from cervix, endometrial biopsy, corposcopy, maybe, and cervical biopsy. So in case of vaginal bleeding, you have to test for seven things, CBC, PTPTT, PAP smear, 
HPV DNA probe uh, from the cervix, endometrial biopsy, colposcopy, cervical biopsy. So these are the five thing, seven things which you test for vaginal bleeding. If a patient comes to you and there is complaint of pain in the extremities, what all things you can test in that situation? So pain in the extremities can be because of some of the fracture or something. So you have to do x-rays of the extremities. And if there is one fracture because of something, a road traffic accident, you might go for a skeletal survey. Thirdly, because of DVT or something, if, then you have to check for D-dimers and also duplex scan of the leg venous, especially and rheumatoid factor for joint pain, ANA for SLE and other diseases, orthosynthesis can be needed, and synovial fluid analysis. Synovial fluid analysis is just after orthosynthesis, ANA, rheumatoid factor, duplex scan from the leg, D-dimer, skeletal surveys, and X-ray of extremities. So these are the eight investigation needed if a patient came with a complaint of pain in extremities. You can either go for X-ray of extremities, skeletal survey, D-dimer, duplex scan, rheumatoid factor, ANA, orthosynthesis, and synovial fluid analysis. Okay, now let's suppose if a patient is just coming with a complaint of fever, what are you going to test? So firstly, you have to test the CBC, then urine analysis, urine culture, blood culture, and CSF studies. So urine, blood, and CSF, all culture and studies, urine analysis, and CBC. If a patient is coming to you with the complaint of diarrhea, what do you want to test? Firstly, you can test as colonoscopy, maybe you can do a CT abdomen, maybe sometimes you might need a PN car to see this Crohn's disease and other diseases and ulcerative colitis and stuff. And stool OVA and parasite, also stool GRE antigen and the stool crossing deficit toxic assay, stool culture and sensitivity, sweat test for cystic fibrosis and cystic fibrosis DNA. So, in case of diarrhea, you might test for stool culture, okay, and sensitivity, stool uh, testing for Clostridium difficile toxic, uh, toxic antigen or toxic assay, and stool GRD antigen, stool OVA and parasite. Then you can test for cystic fibrosis and sweat testing, PNK, CT abdomen, and colonoscopy. If a patient is complaining about headache, so what are the basic investigation you can order for headache? So ESR could be one and uh, temporal artery biopsy. ESR is just for giant cell arthritis, you know, and then temporal artery biopsy might be needed. Of course, depression index is another thing. So these are the three investigation you might need for headache. Okay. So these are the common orders which you are needed in any setting. Yeah, so that's it about this lecture. Thank you. Okay, now let's talk about some investigations and how much time is needed, you know, like from time for the result, especially in case of emergency department. So if you're ordering a pulse oximetry, the terminology which you are going to use will be pulse oximetry only and it will take one minute, okay? So one minute is uh, sufficient for pulse oximeter and you just have to check the readings then. If you are looking for the blood pressure monitoring and if it is continuous, then monitor continuous blood pressure cuff. You will place that order, monitor continuous blood pressure cuff. And you should remember when you need a blood pressure monitoring continuously and when you need it just for a while. And that is uh, the result time will be five minutes for blood pressure monitoring. Okay. 
Next is cardiac monitoring. So for cardiac monitoring, monitor cardiac. That is how you write it. And it will again, it will again take five minutes. And if it is finger stick glucose testing, where you will write glucose, random blood by glucometer, it will take only two minutes. So finger stick glucose blood testing will take two minutes. And then there is needle thoracosynthesis. If you need a needle thoracosynthesis, then thoracosynthesis will take five minutes and you will type thoracosynthesis, whether it is needle, whatever, you don't care about that. You will write uh, thoracosynthesis uh, five minutes. If it is needle thoracostomy, if it is ostomy, then you will write needle thoracostomy. You'll specify for that, okay? So if you are not able to find needle thoracosynthesis, then just add thoracosynthesis. And if it is ostomy, then you'll have to write specifically that needle thoracostomy is needed and both of them take five minutes. Next is tube thoracostomy. Tube thoracostomy again take five minutes and uh, chest x-ray portable. Portable chest x-ray, chest x-ray. You have to write like x-ray chest and uh, AP and portable. That will take 10 minutes. So chest x-ray timing is 10 minutes in CCS cases, which is the highest till now. Two minutes for finger glucose blood testing, one minute for pulse oximeter, rest of five minutes and 10 minutes for chest x-ray. EKG, EKG echocardiography 12 lead will take 15 minutes. So echo is uh, more time consuming compared to the chest x-ray. It will take 15 minutes. Then there is RE blood glass analysis. So it will take time because uh, the result take time. So you, it will take 18 minutes. So ABG will come in 18 minutes. Then there is urine analysis, which will take 20 minutes. So urine analysis will take more time to so 20 minutes and CBC. CBC with differential will take 20, 30 minutes. CBC will differential will take 30 minutes. BMP will take 30 minutes. Echocardiography will take 30 minutes. Chest CT scan with contrast will take 30 minutes. Okay. So EKG was taking 15 minutes. CBG was taking 18 minutes. And urine analysis and CBC with differential, BMP, echocardiography, and chest CT scan with contrast will take 30 minutes. Then there is troponin I and serum, uh, troponin I in serum. So it will take 45 minutes. Then there is urine culture. So bacterial culture in urine will take 24 hours. Blood culture will take uh, 30 hours. Okay, so if you are go giving a sample for 20, uh, urine culture, do remember culture take time. So it will take one day, 24 hours for urine culture and 30 hours. Okay, like uh, one day and six more hours. So 30 hours for blood culture. Then there is a peak flow, peak flow volume is tested in five minutes. Okay. And uh, then there is CBC with differential. CBC with differential, I already mentioned. These are, this take 30 minutes, but these are in the office setting, in the outpatient setting. What do you say? Not in the emergency department. Then there is PT, PTT, PT, PTT takes uh, 30 minutes. Okay. Then BMP, meta basic metabolic panel again take 30 minutes. Then there is wrist x-ray, knee x-ray, whatever x-ray here we are using, you write x-ray wrist, x-ray knee, that again take 30 minutes each. And uh, ESR, sedimentation rate, you have to write sedimentation rate erythrocyte, so that it that takes 90 minutes, so ESR take 90 minutes, okay. And rheumatoid factor, rheumatoid factor will take 24 hours because that is a different thing, so it will take 24 hours. ANA serum will again take 24 hours and you have to write the antibody, anti-nuclear serum, then there is citrullinated peptide, uh, antibody citrocyclic citrullinated peptide will take 48 hours, like two days, okay? So cyclic citrullinated peptide, 48 hours will take two days. Arthrosynthesis, arthrosynthesis will take 20 minutes, okay? And synovial fluid, if you are sending it for gram staining, so gram stain synovial fluid will take 40 minutes. 
gram cell uh, synovial fluid cell count then synovial cell cell count will take 2 hour 20 minutes and synovial fluid crystals so it will take 2 hour 20 minutes you have to write crystal synovial fluid and uh, cell count synovial fluid and gram stain synovial fluid that way gram stain will only take 20 40 minutes but uh, you know cell count and crystal count and glucose count cell count will usually take uh, 2 hours 20 minutes uh, crystal count will take 2 hours 20 minutes but glucose count of the synovial fluid will take 3 hours 20 minutes and uh, synovial fluid analysis overall will take 5 hours 20 minutes 5 hours 20 minutes and synovial fluid culture will take 30 hours 20 minutes so it is 20 minutes more than blood culture 30 hours 20 minutes for synovial fluid culture where you have to write bacterial culture in synovial fluid okay so these are the basic timelines and you must know this